Hello all, and welcome to Daryl Discusses. I'm your host, Daryl. Today is Tuesday, June the 2nd, and I wanted to continue my little rant slash discussion that I did on last episode about the riots. Well, they've come to Miami, so... <laughs> well, the other day, uh, every day I drive with my father uh, to, you know, to practice and whatnot to get better. And uh, we normally go from uh, downtown, well, actually a little higher, from like Wynwood, then all the way south to Pinecrest. And um, <laughs> we were taking some graduation photos in Brickell, and I make a wrong turn. And next thing we know, I am next to the bloody protesters. <laughs> okay, here, visualize this for me. I'm on the street, okay? <clears throat> on the right-hand side, because we're Americans. And then we have the sidewalk, uh, like five feet of grass, and then this like open area underneath the highway. And the first thing I see is a huge line of police officers in riot gear. And let me tell you, that is not an, an, an easy thing to look at. They are bloody terrifying. But I digress. About, oh, Charles just yawned. I hope you all heard that, that was very cute. Hi, buddy. But yes, five feet behind them, like five to 15 feet behind them, there were all the protesters. And then about five or six feet, I kept going straight, obviously, and I stopped at a red light. And about five or six feet, there was a car. And I see a guy come, and next thing we know, the fucking car blows up. I didn't see the explosion, I just heard a loud boom. And I, like the car kind of shook, and I turn around, and what do I see but a fucking car on fire? Let me just tell you, that is bloody terrifying. Scariest shit I've seen. But that's perfectly fine, right? That's okay, yeah, because these people, they have an issue to be heard. Can somebody explain to me what that issue is? I understand they want to stop police brutality. Oh my goodness, brutality. We all do, that's terrible. It's a horrible thing and nobody should have to be killed by a cop for no reason. But do you really think that looting, small businesses, killing random people, blowing up police stations, blowing up people's private cars, is that going to do anything? I don't know. I'm under the impression that it won't. But whatever. Uh, I'm going to leave you all here with a little quote I found that was sent to me, actually, by uh, the Reverend Martha Luther King Jr. And it goes like this. <clears throat> Nonviolence is a powerful and just weapon, which cuts without wounding and embodies the man who wields it. It is a sword that heals. And moving on, now let's talk about something a little more interesting. Let's talk about the end of school and the whole distance learning thing. As we all know, we've been in the midst of a pandemic for the past, how long has it been? Three, four months? I don't know. But yeah, our senior year was basically, you know, fucked. But that's fine. Let's talk about the whole distance learning thing. Basically, all they did was get teachers who never give us work, like our PE teachers and our, you know, basic easy teachers, and then they're forced to shove a shit ton of homework down our throats. And then, you know, on top of all that, we have to meet with them. You know, we should, quote unquote, meet with them at least once a week via Zoom, a page that was recently shown to be operated by the Chinese government or something like that. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I saw that and I okay, you know, we have Skype, we have Discord, we have fucking like group FaceTime, but nah 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 nah. Let's use this random third party Chinese app. Zoom. Okay, that's fine, that's cool. So we're forced to get a crap ton of work for no reason. And now, if this pandemic doesn't die down, our freshman year or, you know, whatever year you people are in, of college or school will just be online too. So what the hell am I going to pay like $10,000 for? I don't know how much college costs. I'm just going to throw a random number out there. I know some schools cost like 50k and some schools cost like 20 or, or 2. It depends on the school. But whatever, let's, you know, a nice middle ground number, 10k. What the fuck am I paying $10,000 for? What, just to have an online Zoom class? No, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. Well, of course, I don't want to do it, but I had to do it. Just how everybody else had to, especially poor little kids. I read that five-year-olds and stuff, like, you know, like elementary school kids, they actually have to have meetings with every single one of their teachers. I don't know about you, but that sounds terrible. But moving on. <laughs> I wanted to talk about something else. And I, uh, I've known this for a while. But I wanted to know the foundations of political parties in the U.S. As we know, there are two main parties nowadays, the Democrats and Republicans. But the founders, well, the first president, George Washington himself, he was against political parties. In fact, he was the only president to not have any party affiliation. I mean, quite frankly, Washington didn't even want to be president. I mean, he served one term reluctantly, and he was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm a head out. And they're like, no, 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 we need you. If you don't win, if you, I mean, excuse me, if you don't run, there could be anarchy in the streets, and, the, you know, the union won't hold together, and blah, 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 blah. So he was like, all right, fine, one more term. Okay, another four years, and he's like, yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm done. Like, I, I am finished. And then he moved up to uh, Mount Vernon. Is that what it's called, Mount Vernon? And then he started... Uh, I think he had a whiskey fountain, uh, distillery or something. And yeah, whatever, he up there in his little farm. And then every other president after was like, okay, two terms, that's fine. Except for Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who served four terms. And he would have served more had he not died in office. And <laughs> the idea that nobody before him was like, mm, it doesn't say I can't do it. So why not do it? Except for this guy, this freaking absolute man was like, you know what? Fuck it. Four terms. Keep going. And, you know, he died. And then I think it was uh, Eisenhower? Yeah, Eisenhower took over and he finished the war and whatnot. He dropped the bombs in Hiroshima and Nagasaki and boom, we won the war. Yay! You know, it's pretty cool. I saw a... it was a chart. A chart type meme thing. And it had uh, Eisenhower on one side and Hitler on the other side. They were they both took power at roughly the same time. And they died about like a month apart from each other. I don't know. I found that pretty interesting. But actually not as interesting as that. Uh, what was it? It's another little chart meme thing. But it was uh, Lincoln and Kennedy, I think. Yeah. And... Uh... It was uh like it was just coincidences that went with both of them. Yeah, you know, I got a <clears throat> I have it right here. And it says uh, Lincoln was elected to the Congress in eighteen forty six. Kennedy was elected to Congress in nineteen forty six. 
Uh, he was elected president. Uh, Lincoln, excuse me. Lincoln was elected president in 1860. Uh, Kennedy in 1960. Uh, Lincoln, uh, his light, his wife lost a child while living in the White House. Uh, Kennedy as well. Uh, Lincoln was directly concerned with civil rights, as was Kennedy. Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy who told him not to go to the theater. Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln who told him not to go to Dallas. Lincoln was shot in the back of the head in the presence of his wife. Kennedy was shot in the back of the head in the presence of his wife. Lincoln was shot in the Ford Theater. Kennedy was shot in a Lincoln made by Ford. Uh, Lincoln was shot on a Friday. Kennedy was shot on a Friday. Uh, Lincoln's assassin, John Wilkes Booth, was known by three names, compromised of 15 letters. Uh, Kennedy's assassin, Lee Harvey Oswald, allegedly was killed by three, uh, was killed, you know, the guy also had three names, comprised of 15 letters. Uh, Booth shot Lincoln in a theater and fled to a warehouse. Oswald shot Kennedy from a warehouse and fled to a theater. Booth was killed before being brought to, t uh, to trial. Oswald was killed before being brought to trial. To trial, excuse me. There were theories that Booth was part of a greater conspiracy. There were theories that Oswald was part of a greater conspiracy. Lincoln's successor was Andrew Johnson, born in 1808. Kennedy's successor was Lyndon Johnson, born in 1908. And I don't know, I, I don't know if that's true or not. I have to do some follow-up research. But I, I just found that pretty interesting, honestly. And if it's true, then holy hell, the universe is a magical little place now, isn't it? But you know, let me sidetrack for a second and talk about the Kennedy assassinations. Everyone has their theories, blah, 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 blah. The most widely accepted theory is that uh, Kennedy was killed by John Wilkes, uh, John Wilkes Booth, my god, no, <laughs> by Lee Harvey Oswald, excuse me, that was a major fuck-up. But yeah, I personally don't think that. I think it was the CIA. Well, it was Lyndon Johnson who plotted with the CIA to have him killed so that he would become president. Do I have any proof? No, I don't. Do I have any proof that um, Bush did 9-11? No, but do I think that's also true? Mm, kinda. And don't get me wrong, Bush was an absolute moron of a guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy now, like 30 years later. But when he was president, oh my god, that guy was a moron. There's a, a book published, I think. It was called uh, something like The Greatest Bushisms of All Time or something. Here, I'm gonna I'm going to read some of them to you right now. Actually, before that, before I start reading, if you look up Bushisms on Google, it shows up. It says, Bushisms are unconventional statements, phrases, pronunciations, malapropisms, and semantic or linguistics errors in the public speaking of the 43rd President of the United States, George W. Bush. The term has become a popular part of folklore and is in the basis of a number of websites and published books. Now, let's read some of them. <clears throat> See, in my line of work, you gotta keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of capital... To, oh my god. To kind of catapult the propaganda. George W. Bush, May 24th, 2005. <laughs> oh god. Here, let's find some more interesting ones. Our enemies... Never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people. 
and neither do we. <laughs> August 5th, 2004. The illiteracy level of our children are appalling. January 23rd, 04. My critics misunderestimated me. November 6th, 2000. We cannot let terrorists and rogue nations hold this nation hostile or hold our allies hostile. August 21st, 2000. And this is my favorite one. Fool me once, shame on... Shame on you. Fool me... You, you, you can't get fooled again. <laughs> September 17th, 2002. Oh, God. Too many OBGYNs aren't able to practice their love with women all across this country. September 6th, 2004. Oh, God. Rarely is the question asked, is our children learning? George W. Bush. <clears throat> Make no mistake about it. I understand how tough it is. How tough it is, sir. I talk to families who die. December 7th, 2006. <laughs> I think we agree the past is over. Well, yeah, Mr. Bush, we can't agree. <laughs> oh, my God. More and more of our imports come from overseas. Dear God. <laughs> yeah, in conclusion, George W. Bush was a moron. But that's okay. <laughs> Oh dear God, that's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. <laughs> oh boy. Now let's move on and talk about some uh, Joe Biden gaffes, another man who's famous for these things. Uh, in 2012, I think? No, 2008. Yeah, in 2008, during the first election of Obama, uh, he introduced him as a man I'm proud to call my friend, a man who will be the next president of the United States, Barack America. <laughs> that was uh, in Springfield, Illinois. I, the August 20-something, 2008? But yeah, here's another one. When the stock market crashed, Franklin D. Roosevelt got on television and didn't just talk about the, you know, the prices agreed. He said, look, here's what happened. Which is very funny, considering that FDR wasn't president when the stock market crashed in 1929, and only experimental TVs were used, but that's okay. Here's another one. His mom lived in Long Island for 10 years or so. God rest her soul. And although she's... Wait, your mom's still... Your mom's still alive. Your dad passed. God bless her soul! On the mother of Irish Prime Minister Brian Cohen, who is very much alive. <laughs> and here's another one. Look, John's last-minute economic plan does nothing to tackle the number one job facing the middle class. And it happens to be, as Barack says, a three-letter word. Jobs. J-O-B-S. Jobs. It's four letters, Joe, but that's okay. And here he is on being vice president. Hillary Clitoris. Did I say clitoris? Whoops. Hillary Clitoris is... <laughs> Hillary Clinton is as quali... That was on purpose, by the way. Hillary Clinton is as qualified or more qualified than I am to be the vice president of the United States of America. Quite frankly, it might have been a better pick than me. My mother believed, and my father believed, that if I wanted to be President of the United States, I could be. I could be Vice President. <laughs> Here's another one. It, ain't it a bitch, this Vice President thing? <laughs> Emphasizing with a student at Harvard, who identified himself as the student body Vice President. 
That was a joke. That was a joke. Best decision I ever made. I'm joking. That was a joke. <laughs> a successful dump explaining his whereabouts dropping dead wood at the dump to the reporters. That was a big fucking deal. Caught on open mic congratulating uh, Obama during the healthcare signing ceremony. Here's another one. I guess what I'm trying to say, without boring you too long at breakfast, and you all look dull as hell, I might add. The dullest audience I've ever spoken to. Just sitting there, staring at me, pretending to like me. Yikes. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. I'm not joking. Stand up, Chunk. Stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. To Missouri State Senator Chuck Graham, who is in a wheelchair. Folks, I can tell you I've been... I've known eight presidents, three of them intimately. <laughs> look at what Republicans value, and look at their budget. Look what they're proposing, Mitt Romney. Said in the first 100 days, he's going to let the big banks write their own rules, unchain Wall Street. That's going to put y'all back in chains, speaking to a largely African-American audience. Yeah, th there's a lot more. My personal favorite, honestly, is very recent. He was speaking to a, uh, a black person. Uh, over over Zoom or FaceTime or whatever the hell. And he goes, If you're having a hard time picking between me and Trump, then you ain't black. I mean, can you imagine anyone saying that? Jesus Christ, that is terrible. Can you imagine President Trump saying that? Oh, God, he'd be crucified by the media. But no, it's just good old middle-class Joe. So nobody seems to bat an eye. But imagine if Trump says some of these things. If Trump went to a largely uh, African-American uh, speech and went, that's going to put y'all back in chains. Oh, God, the media would freaking crucify him. That's It's terribly unjust. But whatever, we won't have to see much of Joe Biden up until November, and that'll be the end of it. And we'll have Trump 2020, and then four more years of him. And then who knows? You know, I'm going to... I'm gonna, so throw this out here i am pretty sure that his daughter melania uh, not oh my god melania's his wife my mistake his daughter ivanka you know the hot one the hot blonde one she's gonna probably run for office and i i don't know but i think she might end up being the first female president i mean that would be insane to think about of course but mm, who knows i mean we'll see in four years I think, if not by 2024, by 2028, we'll have our first female president. Here's hoping. Thank you all very much for joining me in today's episode of Daryl Discusses. Goodbye, everyone. Have a good rest of your day. And thank you for joining me once again. Goodbye. <laughs>